Welcome to the Parkview Life Podcast. At Parkview, we desire to see the glory of Christ among nations. So we love God, love people, and seek to make disciples of generations. I'm Chris Turner. I'm Chris DeGeorge. And we're here to talk about the Parkview Life Pathway today, right, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. So, so what is the pathway? Well, it really comes down to in our lives as believers, especially when it concerns church. I think sometimes we we wonder where where are we going, where are we headed, um, and so you know with the idea of a pathway, you know, people who have gone before, you know, and let's just say you're walking a trail, it's always helpful to have a, you know a trail that's clearly outlined. Hey, here's where you're going. Here's the turns. You know, it's marked. You know, that's always a much easier trail to follow than trying to blaze one yourself. Um, sure. In fact, you can get into trouble when you go off of the trail. I could uh, tell you a story about that personally, but we don't have time for that today. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, so it's not the idea that in our Christian lives we can't, um, you know, decide for ourselves which way to go. But I think as a church, what we want to be able to provide are our resources and I guess a clearly marked pathway for people. Um, and so that's just the idea of the Parkview Life Pathway, that uh, what we're doing as a church is trying to establish milestones in life um, milestones for folks in their Christian walk uh, that they should be striving towards. And then um, what this also does is just acknowledge for folks what things are important in their life. Um, you know, what, what types of groups, uh, what, what types of relationships should I be cultivating and developing? Uh, they're going to aid me in living faithfully to Christ and glorifying Him through the life that I live. So that's just the idea behind uh, the Parkview Life Pathway and kind of what we're trying to accomplish through it. Right, and so we're like, we're not talking about a class you go to one time and you're a member of the church and you got it all figured out. This is a multi-level strategy. Sure, absolutely. So, I mean, there there's value in classes, and, you know, certainly we will be working to establish some of those and have some of those um, where we have a class for new members and, you know, folks who are interested in getting more information. I mean, those are valuable um, but what we want to have is something bigger than that to help folks in, you know, help our members in their lives, you know, walk through that. And even moving towards membership, what are the things that I need to have, you know, have as realities in my life? Things that I've done, you know, places that I've been, uh, things that I'm, you know, tuning into, I guess, uh, in my life, like reading the word and, you know, being involved in relationships. Um, and so, you know, the idea of a pathway is to bring those things into focus and say that these are certainly not not comprehensive in, in it being all of the things you need to be doing in your Christian life, but that these milestones are important because they lend themselves to other things in our life. And so, um, so no, not just one class or anything like that, but, uh, but multiple things in our lives that, that will help us in our relationship with Christ. Um, and then as a, on the church level— directing people towards that. Um, so yeah, so I think that's, that's kind of the picture of it. So no, not just one class, but, but a comprehensive look at, at life and how we live. it. So Chris, if, if someone's been a member of the church for 20 years, where do they find themselves on the pathway that we've been talking about? Yeah, so I think the beauty of, of a pathway like this is it, it catches people no matter where they are in their journey. Um, they can been a believer for 25 years and I think there's still, you know, opportunity for them to look at this and ask themselves, where, where is my next point in my relationship with the Lord? You know, where, uh, where are the areas of my life that I can grow? What are the things that I need to be doing? And so, 
I think that's the beauty of it. So, and even a believer, you know, someone who is just trusting in Christ or a guest of the church who doesn't know Jesus, um, you know, the thing about the, the idea of this pathway is catching people anywhere, anywhere that they are um, in, in that journey. And so, um, you know, so a person who's been here for 20 years, you know, and maybe has never been on a mission experience, um, never in, engaged with a missionary in any way. Uh, now, they may have given to missions. Uh, but have they ever gone and seen what the Lord is doing through that, whether that's locally, whether that's, you know, uh, to the ends of the earth or however that looks, there's value, you know, in that. And so um, so no matter how long someone's been a, a believer, I think they can engage with, you know, something like these next points to look at, you know, where they're headed in their relationship with the Lord and and how they relate to the church as well. Right. Um, and we want to use them to kind of drive people towards growth and drive people towards maturity. And um, so that's, I think, the value of, okay. of a pathway like this. Well, why, don't, why don't you walk uh, our church through these points from uh, beginning to, if, if you will, end uh, as to, to what the pathway consists of? Sure. So basically, we're just looking at, at kind of milestones in our, our Christian life. Um, you know, these are not comprehensive, meaning it's not all of the things that we, we should experience, you know. At, some bullet points. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... You know, I think keeping that in mind, these will lead and lend themselves to other things in our lives. And so, um, so that's kind of why we focus in on these. So the first one is salvation. Um, you know, that's where the, the journey starts. Uh, you know, and, and the Lord Jesus Christ has extended his grace and his love to us. Um, and so it begins with trusting in him as our Lord and Savior. Uh, that means repenting of the, the wrong that we've done, our sin. Um, trusting in him as the only way to overcome that sin and then walking with him in a relationship. That's what a repentance in faith um, is, is what we're talking about there. And then from salvation, of course, following into that step of obedience to the Lord through baptism. Uh, and so as we look at Scripture, what we see is, uh, is a faithful obedience to the Lord found in that baptism, identification with Christ, uh, the symbolic representation of the transformation that Jesus brings. So baptism allows that to be seen uh, in the life of a believer. Um, and then from baptism, church membership, um, uniting with, with the fellowship um, of believers uh, for the purposes of growth and you know to experience all that God has for you, um, to be accountable in your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, um, and to be you know, faithful to Scripture just in the sense of don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. And so we unite with the church, uh, we get involved in the things that it's doing, and that helps in our spiritual growth. Um, and so really those are the first aspects of this. And so, um, you know, but I think it's true that, that we might have uh, individuals that have been attending church for a long time uh, that are saved, but maybe never been baptized. Right. Um, uh, so, and then I think the other is true that we might have individuals that are saved and have been baptized um, at some point in their life, um, and maybe they're not a member of, of the church. Uh, and so, you know, we want to we move them towards those things because they're important steps in our lives that, that give us, I think, ownership of, you know, especially in the sense of church membership, ownership, you know, of, of where we are and, and you know, um, a buy-in, you know, to, to what's going on there. So, uh, so church membership, as we look at Scripture, is important in those things. Uh, and then so those being kind of the starting points. And then, you know, the next one, you know, walking through uh, just this idea of, of plugging in to what the Lord's doing from know, by knowing Him, um, by finding community, and by making disciples. Uh, and so those three 
kind of lend themselves to the, the idea of, of knowing God through worship in the, with the body. Um, you know, as a member, we want to be involved in the worship of the church. And so uniting in fellowship with the body, uh, so plugging into the, the worship services that we have every week are just a, a, a crucial part of, of what we do. And then we want to encourage folks to be involved in a small group. Um, and so find community. I think the best way that we can find community in the church is through you know, becoming a part of, a, of a, what we've typically called a Sunday school class or a right. Bible study class. Uh, those meet you know, uh, typically on Sunday mornings, but they meet other times as well. Uh, and so it's plugging into what the Lord is doing you know, through those things. I, I think one place I've heard it described as is a spiritual support group. And I think that's such a beautiful description of what a Sunday school class can be. Because certainly we're learning scripture in it, but that scripture is is being given to us to to apply, apply to our lives and those things. But I've always found that that you know a complement to that is the the growth that I've had from you know getting to develop relationships with yeah, people. The relationships the are so critical. Absolutely, someone that's going to pray for you. You know, they're going to call if you're sick, or maybe send a birthday card, or just that 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 community that you may not have anywhere else. Absolutely, and so I think a Bible study or a small group is a great way. Uh, to do that. And so uh, those typically at, at Parkview right now meet on Sunday mornings. And so at 945, so, you know, we want people to jump into, and if they're not involved in that, hey, take a, take a step deeper into your yeah. commitment um, in the church and, and get involved in one of those. Um, and then make disciples by being a part of a discipleship group. Now we've been talking a lot about this and yeah. in a previous podcast, we, we talked about that this is going to be a, a slow process. So, um, but we're hopefully setting the expectation for everyone that, Hey, at some point, I want to be. I want to be in that. You know, as we get these moving and, and kind of explain more about what they are. So, and I think it's a crucial part of our life as well because, you know, in a, in a large group, there's some level of accountability by being involved with that. In a small group, there's a deeper level of accountability. But the discipleship group is really where we get deep accountability for living our life in Christ, for walking with the Lord, um, by bringing some people alongside of us. Um, that can help us in that, and I think that's important for everyone. So, so that next level is is just as we engage with the different um, worship services and small groups that the church uh, provides opportunity for us to be involved in. And so, um, so those are are important for us. And then then we move into the realm of of how we get people to engage um, outside of the walls of the church, in addition to within the walls of the church. And so, right. what we're encouraging people to do is. Uh, to serve and volunteer within the church, uh, there's so many ways that we have, and even so many ways. yeah, even more avenues that we're trying to open up for people to serve. And and there's always a need, um, whether it's from serving as a greeter on Sunday mornings to being involved in children's ministry or music ministry, or um, through uh, teams that we have that do everything from evaluate mission partnerships to do women's ministry things. You know, all of that is going to be a part and, a, and an opportunity for people to serve within the church. And we want everyone engaged with our congregation uh, to be looking at the reality that there's an expectation of service. Um, and so, uh, and that's not really our expectation. That's an expectation I think that Jesus has for us because the calling is to love our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so we want to help them grow. One of the ways we can do that is by offering our services, our time, our efforts, our energy, and those things through service. So we want people to serve and volunteer in the church. Um, and as we've been talking about discipleship, a reciprocal aspect of it is that we come to know Christ, 
we grow in our relationship with Christ, and then we're sent out to tell others about Jesus. And so another piece of that is to is to go, um, you know. And so we want people to uh, to volunteer for for missions, um, going with our church. This may open the door for somebody as they look at their next point. Maybe it's not a short term mission trip. Maybe it's that God is calling them to be a vocational missionary, and they go out and they engage with the nations through that. Um, it may be that going for them as they go out to our community and you know our world is going next door and just developing a relationship with their neighbor in order to share the gospel with them, inviting them to come to church and getting involved in all of this so they can see these next points in the pathway and all of those kinds of things. Right. And realize that, hey, it starts with salvation. Do I know Jesus? And so in urging and encouraging people to go and to serve, I think is a huge part of fulfilling the Great Commission and, and being involved in what Jesus wants us to be involved in. And our effort will be to open doors and give opportunities for people to do that. Um, and so I think one of the ways to reinforce that is just to, to make it, hey, we, we have the, the hope and the expectation that you'll be involved in, in this. And so, um, so and, and some people may wonder, like, well, I don't even know what I'm good at. And so, sure. so through this process, we can help them find out what their gifts are and how they can, can better serve according to their calling and their gifts. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, it, it only it only helps in that as they're looking at it, you know, for most people, that's an intimidating thing. Right. Um, but I think as as you look at really what it is, it becomes less intimidating as you get more information and knowledge and more skill. And and so I think as the Lord begins to maybe urge people that, hey, you need to go, you know, you need to go do this, that they will also reciprocate by turning around and saying, okay, I need, I know I need to go. Let me get the training that I need. What can you give me as far as resources? And of course, that's one of the things that we're going to do uh, is to provide those kinds of things for our congregation. So, um, so going is another aspect of that. And then another aspect of it uh, that we include, it's last but not least, um, is to give. Um, and so I think sometimes we, we leave that out, but when we look at Scripture, the expectation is that, that as believers, we would be givers, uh, that we would give to the Lord. Um, you know, I think that comes from a rec- recognition that it all belongs to Him. And so, um, but we give of our resources that He's blessed us with uh, in order to ha- have resources as a body and a fellowship um, to make the gospel known. Um, and to help our our members grow in Christ, and so and that's certainly our effort as a church. And so, uh, you know, when we talk about the church, it, it supports everything from the ministers and pastors that we you know have on staff, all the way down to the ministries that we provide. Um, and even beyond that, we support missions on the church level through the cooperative program and things like that. And so, so giving is important, and um, and we want to encourage folks uh, to do that and be involved in that um, if they're not. And so. So kind of as we do it, like you said earlier, it's, it's just bullet points, really, um, that we're looking at. And they all open doors to other things. Um, you know, I mean, you know, spiritual disciplines are a huge part of our life and all of those kinds of things. Uh, and so, you know, I guess somebody might push back against these. Well, there's so much you're not talking about in these next points. Uh, but, you know, like even with the spiritual disciplines, one of the encouraging things about a D group is we're urging each other along in practicing those spiritual disciplines. And so, these really kind of swallow up all of those other things, and we'll interact with those as we walk uh, through these. And so, um, so hopefully, you know, if you are a person who's coming to Parkview, as you look at these next points, what you can identify is, oh, wow, 
I can see that I, I'm, I'm kind of here on these. I've trusted in the Lord. I have been baptized. I'm a member of this church. I'm in worship in a small group, but I'm not, I don't have a D group, you know, or maybe it is that, you know, I've never, never gone out on missions or I'm not volunteering and serving in the church. Everybody can look, I think, and find themselves at some point on this, uh, this journey. And what we're encouraging them to do is to acknowledge where that next step is and to, uh, to move to that next point. So, and I think as people are intimidated, but they look into this and they, they jump in wherever they may be on the trail, Mm -hmm. they'll get, uh, a little more confidence that we want to help them on their journey. Sure. And so no matter where they are, we want to help them to that next step so that they're comfortable, they're ready to move on and grow and help others grow and, and reach their full potential in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, part of making disciples is is helping people, helping people to grow. Uh, and I think one of the things is you lay out some of the expectations of, of this. And so, um, you know, and I, I think we do have to be careful in them. You know, I, I think you know we don't want to require something that's above and beyond Scripture. But I don't think that as we look at any of these, um, that there could be the argument that these are not biblical or scriptural. I mean, as we look at them, we see them all clearly defined in Scripture as expectations for us and 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 a command, a calling that we be involved in them. Um, and so. As a church, you know what we're trying to do is to look at those biblical uh, mandates and calling, and and give our church members the opportunity to be involved in them. And I think that's one of our responsibilities. And so we're trying to trying to be faithful stewards in how we do that. So absolutely. Well, I think uh, got our work cut out for us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but just we want people to know that we want to see uh, the the full potential of Christ in their lives, and so uh, we want to help them achieve that. As Absolutely. a staff, and uh, we're here for them. Yeah, I think the important thing to mention with things like the pathway is, I know, you know, there are going to be some things you look at it and you say, okay, well, you're saying that you want us involved in this, but you don't have the, me- you know, you don't have the mechanism for doing it yet, you know. So it's it's almost a chicken and egg conversation at some points. But what I want our congregation to know is that we're moving towards all of these things, and we really have to start somewhere. And right. so, you know, we're going to be bringing these things along and um, and challenging and encouraging everyone. And so our hope is that everybody will jump in and um, and take an honest evaluation of where they are in their life. And, and I, you know, we don't want to assume that everyone wants to grow, but our hope would be that through this, everyone realizes that they need to grow and that this kind of is a catalyst for them in the midst of that. Right. Lots of good stuff ahead. We got an up, uphill climb, but we're going to get there. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us for the Parkview Life podcast. I'm Chris Turner. I'm Krista George. And that's another episode.